Queerness is not a monolith. We are but a small representation of our fabulous community. Thoughts expressed in this podcast are meant to inform, entertain, and provide context in a world full of sound bites and chaotic headlines. The goal? To create a safe space to educate ourselves and our community, learn from our guests, and provide comfort for those out there who may not have an outlet of queer expression. This is Queer Context. Hello and welcome to Queer Context, a podcast where two queer Texans talk queer shit about queer topics in, yes, queer Texas. Uh, I'm here with my co-host who, surprisingly, is not working behind a bar right now. Hey, Tyler. Hi. And he will take over the world (laughs) with just a headset and a Red Bull. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Roger. Red, a Red Bull and a prayer. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hello. How's it going? Good. I need to fix my mic. Fix your mic? He keeps swinging. Mm. Mm. It's okay. a swinger. It's a swinger. Okay, it's we're swinger. we're good. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? It's good. It's been a bit. I know. It's time to just got to do a little catch-up chat. A little catch-up. We've been busy. We've been hustling mm, that's for sure every day we're hustling mm-hmm. is that the song is that the lyric yeah you got it great <laughs> great great um tell the people what you've been up to what have i been up to um you know slinging some drinks yeah singing some wine singing some liquor so how you've been now a month and a half i back on the bartending circuit yeah yeah yeah, which is crazy to think. Yeah, it is. I, it's been a long month. <laughs> I guess they're all long months. September felt like it lasted for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's back behind the bar. What a crazy year these last two months have been. Right? Truly. Yeah. Truly. A lot of changes. <laughs> a lot yeah, of changes. Absolutely. Um, but do you want to go into those changes? Like what's... Like- oh, um, yes. Uh, yeah, I am... Going, steering the ship back towards education. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you which are. Which is uh, not something I thought I would be doing a month ago. No. Uh, no, it, uh, it just happened, you know. I was kind of doing the tech sales thing. It was cute for the time being. Working from home was cute. I did enjoy the working from home. Yep. Getting to work with Milo. Getting to little Milo. take little breaks out in the garden whenever I needed to. Head of security. Head of security. <laughs> and Milo. Boy, is he on it. On it. Okay, you get an hourly report. On it. Um, it was a nice moment for working from home. And it gave me a lot of rest. Yeah. It was low stakes, low stress. Mm-hmm. You know. um, and then just the right conversation. That's how these things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Conversation with my mentor and her just describing a teaching job um, and what it would look like. And just the specifics of that job mm-hmm. um, lit my little teacher candle. Okay. Um, that honestly had been out for probably like three or four years. Well, and also the pandemic. Not only did the pandemic blow that light out. It also melted the wax of the candle. Yeah, yeah. It, the candle and- had blown out, <laughs> but the pandemic, like, yeah, burnt yeah. down the house around the candle. <laughs> right, right. Everything that I love that I'm taking off this cardigan that I put on right as we walked you think into you this room. the AC off. 
No, no, because I'm going to need to. I like it when it's cold. Oh, yeah. I just feel so cozy in my hoodie. Yeah. It makes me yeah. so happy. Yeah. No. Um, so what I think is interesting is that, yes, you coming out of this pandemic, not that, let truth be told, we're still kind of in it still, but like, oh, for I the mean, most part. Yeah. I mean, we, I feel like we're all prepared for. No, uh, we're not. I mean, we're no, no. <laughs> let me rephrase that. Nobody's prepared no for that. No one's prepared. But I feel like we're starting to get desensitized enough to be like, okay, yeah. next unprecedented time on its way. It's okay. Yep. We have learned how to we are uh, survive at home. <laughs> yep. 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 Like we're going to live our lives regardless yeah. of whatever bullshit comes our way. Yeah. I think it's what's been interesting is that both of us have been on kind of a similar journey in terms of career paths. Um, in that, like, also coming out of the pandemic, I was like, okay, you know what? I... I don't think I'm going to go back into LGBT nonprofit work. It and is funny. And, uh, and during, I mean. I just now put that together. Yeah. During this, uh, this little break of hours, uh, I, I'm back in LGBT nonprofit yeah. work. Yeah. Back, back in our lanes. Yeah. But this time in, in a capacity that is comparable to my career in New York. Yes. Yes. You know, she's working for a Dallas organization. I guess I can say it. They, I mean, they know that I have this podcast. Yeah. So I work for DIFA Dallas now, uh, Design Industry Foundation Fighting AIDS. I'm the chapter manager. Mm-hmm. Chapter manager. manager. Managing I things. A, I had a board member who uh, kept calling me the chapter administrator, introducing me to... Uh, <laughs> and you're like, let's clock the title real Well, fast. I didn't... I didn't... I did not... <laughs> I did not in front, you know, of people and, you yeah. know, because uh, I've been doing this a very long time. I'm like, well, just, just roll with it. Th- that's, just roll with that's it. Just... The thing is, it's like you have the skills, yeah. you know, and it's the same thing with teaching. Like, I'm like, I'm so, it's been a whole confidence booster going from like something where I was like learning something new and I wasn't that into it to something where I'm like, oh, I am qualified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I am qualified at this. You know, it's challenging, but it's mm-hmm. like I have the skills to yeah. attack it. You yeah. Know? And that's, and I'm not, I'm not the event director. I'm not the event manager. I'm not producing events. Yeah. But the organization is event driven. Yeah. And I mean, the, the point of the organization, and it's a national organization. So there's chapters in New York, in Dallas, in San Francisco, and Chicago. The point of the organization is to raise money to then grant to aid service organizations in, in the respective communities of those chapters. And so I am not producing events, but I am in charge of, at least for the Dallas portion, just making sure that all the finances uh, are going through the proper channels. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, budget. And really, well, you're, like the, you're the nonprofit structure of one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like you're making sure like everything keeps moving. And before I started, I, I was a little nervous because um, because I was like, I will. I, I'm an event producer. Like yeah. this is what I do. And. I Like I'm three months, four months. I started at the end of July. So has it been four months? I think so. July, August, September, November. Oh, yeah. Three months. Yeah. So um, it's been a long couple years last month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, what I realize is now that I'm there three months, I've gone through an event, an event that you were at, mm-hmm. uh, Burgers and Burgundy, 
um, is that I have all the tools that I need to be able to do this job mm -hmm. because I learned them through all my various nonprofit work and uh, the the stress of actually putting on the event is not on my shoulders. Um, so I'm able to look at things with a much clearer eye as well. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. And I, I enjoy the people I work with because I work by myself <laughs> <laughs> in my office, but I really love the board. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I think they're great people. Listen, um, since you started, I guess it's what, been three months. Yeah. I've been going to those events and it's, um, it's, it's, it's more fun than I expected. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I used to go to them probably about five or six years ago, quite a bit. Right. Um, and it was a different vibe, but, uh, I feel like going to the ones that I've been to recently, specifically the young professionals mm -hmm. happy hour, that was, that was a cute moment. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. cute checking out the scene, seeing what was going on. Yeah. And I also like, I liked the loungy vibe. Like I was yes. talking to a few people about like, cause you know, I've been trying to go out to Dallas more, see more folks, mm -hmm. be around men more. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, you have. I've been, you are out there. He's out there. You are out there. He's out there. Just letting y'all know he's outside. Um, the, uh, it's the loungy moment is my favorite. Yeah. Cause it's like, there's the club moment. There's the go crazy. There's go dance. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like the loungy moment because it it's more you, like room to talk. Exactly. I was gonna say it gives you the opportunity to interact with people. Yes. And yes. to, and it's networking, right? That's what it yeah. is. It's networking. And I also, um, I also realized that I think the reason I am probably getting along with the board a little bit more so is, um, I'm all, <laughs> I'm also older than I used to be. <laughs> So um, the median age of the board um, is around probably like 35 to 45, which is like I'm right smack in that middle of that age range. Yeah. So um, whereas in the past, I, what do you, I, I felt like I wasn't afraid, but like the age difference between like board members and I, like I could feel that. And I don't feel that. Yeah, here, you know, I definitely feel um, is it more of like, like a contemporary, team? yeah, contemporaries, um, you know, and I get that from like, and I feel that that's I feel like that's the feeling I get from them, the energy mm -hmm. that I get from them, but also they also know my background. Yeah, so I mean, you you are you need to be able to be in that position with a bit of confidence because of your resume. Yeah, yeah. And I do. And also the biggest thing that I have learned about myself, especially having moved back and um, a f in two days will be my three year anniversary of moving back. Um, time is a construct. Time is a construct. But what I have learned about myself now is um, to like just chill and listen. And listen to who? Just around. So especially when starting a new job, mm -hmm. not coming in. Um, hot not coming in like like i know everything just but re but really like taking in the surroundings taking it of of the job and you know understanding what it is and how the mechanics mm. of that works um i'm getting to know the people like i feel that when i worked with help i came in like guns a blazing and i don't think that helped me 
Yeah. In the long run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, I mean, I, I feel like, and I've, I've seen it in like management styles mm-hmm. of people, you know, the people that come in eager to show off what they can do, which is like, you need a healthy amount of that. Mm-hmm. But if you're working in any sort of team environment, you got to warm up to folks. Yeah. You can't go in guns a blazing. You yeah. got to earn trust, build mm-hmm. rapport. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the best leaders I've ever seen were the ones that did that. Yeah. They spent, and these were in positions where they spent months um, observing, seeing how they could assist, mm-hmm. where, where are the needs at. Right. And then in their second year, kind of taking more control and being more like, okay, cool. We should, we should cut, cut tight over here. We should extend over here, you know, because they had a better lay of the land. And then they had the trust of the people they were working with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you want to, you, you also want to see where you can naturally fit in. Yes. Too. Yes. You know? Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been crazy. That's been, right. Not I'm so telling you crazy, but there, like, there's, there's, there's some energy happening. Yeah. I feel like we got some good energy going because it's, I also had a tarot reading last weekend. Did I tell you this? You mentioned it actually. Yes, you did tell me. Okay. But I don't remember. So for Girl, the sake of our listeners, I think you should tell us. Sure. For the sake of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like, uh, I, I was done with the tech job and my boss I had grown real close to. Mm-hmm. And she had told me that she was taking classes in tarot reading as like a hobby mm-hmm. uh, for personal development. Personal development. In the tech company. Yes. <laughs> um. And she was like, yo, can I do a reading on you? You know, after, you know, after, after, what, do a reading on you. So uh, she did, and it was great. Like, I mean, two years ago, no, one year ago, year and a half ago, I had a tarot reading that set me on the right path. Have, okay. I, have, I, have we talked about this? Yes. I told you, I've told you about it. Yes, this, this one, the, uh, yes. Yeah, it, and it just, you know, it's not like, oh, it's telling my future. It's like, you know, true or whatever. It's all with a grain of salt. Zodiac, mm-hmm. tarot cards, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, to- it gave me some messages that really helped me set my priorities well for the next season. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so I was really excited to do that. It was dope. Um, she was like... When she did it, she was like, wow. She's like, there are a lot of emotion cards here. There's a lot of emotions. (laughs) There are some times where I wish we did film this podcast because I I I went. I I I'd had a moment. Yeah. With that you emotions. No. No, I Um, I act like I don't have any. (laughs) She did like the 20 card one and it was just like, I think she's like 19 of them were emotion cards. And I was like, Can I tell you my zodiac? And she's like, No. And I was like, I'm a Pisces, and she's like, "Oh, that makes sense." Uh-huh. <laughs> a Pisces, yes, you are. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get my my tarot cards read at the Renaissance Fair that I went to in April. You should have. Why but didn't? Because it cost forty dollars, and oh, I wanted shit. two drinks instead. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that would have been better for my soul. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the first one I got two years ago was at a um, witch shop in Austin. Yeah. Pretty dope. We should have a tarot card, re- tarot card reading 
party. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. say we get one of our friends that knows how to read, like get them to come and do uh -huh. everybody's readings. And then you can have the fire going. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I know. Ooh, yes. This is the energy I am here for. It's almost like I know how to throw a party. It's almost like you know how to throw a party. <laughs> Although we will not have those drinks from across the street. Or at least not more what than What do you two. mean not have those drinks from across the street? Those drinks from across the street have served us well for a couple years now. That's true. It did get us through the pandemic. Don't blame the drinks because we did three that night. That's on us. <laughs> <laughs> that is also something that we did during the break. We, we, we learned our limit. We discovered our limit. limit. We already knew that we had. Yep. And then we tested it again and we failed again. Oh, uh, so, so, so we did... We, during this break, and Ugh. it was just kind of, you know, it was a break that I think, you know, there were very different, there were a lot of factors that went into the kind of two months that we, we took. But during this time, we also were like, okay, you know what, let's try to expand our circle a bit. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, we hang out with so many people, but we never really like hang out in groups with people. Well, and we also, I mean, I don't know. We we were both in like we needed some. We all, well, I don't. Know. We needed more guy friends. Uh, I needed to be around more men. Yeah, yeah. Full stop. Yeah, I just needed to be around more men. And there are and not and listen. Don't please understand my intent when I'm saying this. I <laughs> like there aren't enough men in the world already. But I specifically needed to be around some gay single men. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 And the thing is, I, I hate the little Dallas-Fort Worth comparison. And I, we all get stuck in our little bubble. And I love Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Fort Worth's Fort great. Worth. It's fantastic. Both cities are great. Both cities are world-class cities. And they are 40, 30 minutes away from each other. Right. Um. But we get in our little bubbles, and it's like we should be enjoying the fruits of both cities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fruits you of went both there. cities. You went there. <laughs> What's funny is that people in other cities experience that same bubble thing, too. Yeah, but they, they're in one city. That's, it's a That's twin true. city phenomenon we should right. take advantage of, especially because right. there's such a large community in Dallas right. as well. Well, listen, I, it was a fun time. I had a fun time that night up yeah. until I can't remember. And then, um, and then, and then I woke up and felt really sick. I was very cozy on the floor in my own house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, but that was I a, mean, look, but I had a fun night. Had a fun it was night. Great. Well, listen, what did we do? Did we have a fire pit? We just hung out, right? Did right, right. There was no out? fire pit because Talk it was shit. it was it was August. Oh yeah, it was August or yeah. September. No, it was yeah. August. Um, random note, side note. Did I um did I tell you I got Botox today? Yes. <laughs> yes, you told me you were going to get it. Yeah, I did it. Every day we're hustling. I'm um, listen, but not in like not like cosmetic, but not this cosmetic. Is medical. Yes, medical. <laughs> medical botox cuz we've never heard that before. Mm -hmm. Um in my jaw. So you have jaw. you have jaw problems. Oh, yeah, yeah. I grind my teeth like I clench my teeth. Right. Day. Right. And it's like affected my speech, it's affected the way I eat, the way I breathe. Um and the way and, and not the other way cuz you don't do that. <laughs> I missed it. Oh, I was like, and but it doesn't affect that because you don't do that. Oh no, no, it doesn't really do that. Yeah. Um. So the just... uh, but no. So it's like 
affected me as long as I can remember. Yeah. Like I, I can remember being in high school and having jaw problems. Yeah. And I've tried everything. Um, and then a friend of mine who was getting regular Botox was like, hey, I heard about, I was talking to my person mm-hmm. um, about it. And then they kind of, t- again, broke it down for me about what it would be like. And so, yeah, I went and did it today. And I am so excited to see how it feels. She says a lot of her customers that get their uh, get that uh, the Botox in their jaw to help with grinding. Uh, they say a lot of times she they call her crying because they're so happy about wow. it. Wow. So do you think you'll feel like you or you won't feel anything tonight? No, it'll take like up to five days to kick in. Okay. Right now, it just feels like I can feel it in there, um, and it just feels kind of like I don't know, kind of tighter, just because I can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm excited to see what it's like in a week. I love this journey for you because I would, I think it kind of all comes back to this kind of during this break of just trying to get our lives in order. Mm-hmm. Trying to really kind of. Oh, I needed to get steady again. Was it? Yeah, I was still, I was recovering, still coming back from Trinity Pride, and my last year of like loss, career change. You know, mm-hmm. keeping things moving. Um, I needed to get steady again. Yeah. I was going from thing to thing to thing still. And I needed to stabilize. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have, are feeling that. You think so? I think so. I think coming out of, coming out of 2020 and 2021, you know, especially, I feel like this past summer too, like everyone just kind of, Shot back into summer again, mm-hmm. you know, like we're you know we're out of year two of this, and um, I just don't think that collectively as a society we understand just the the depth of the trauma that the effect it all had on the, us. that the pandemic had on us that um, even now the the George Floyd Black Lives Matter the election mm-hmm. the additional threat of nuclear war with Russia and Ukraine, all of these different things. I mean, we add, you know, add in monkeypox, you know, for that. Um, The growing sense of anxiety around the structure of this country. Well, I couldn't live like that anymore personally. Yeah. I, I, part of this recovery was like, I, we need to find a new rhythm. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I've talked to multiple friends of mine, you know, that we, you've been thinking small, need to be thinking big, bitch. Yeah. Have you seen that video online? No, no, no. What is this? bitch. It's his name is Unk. I think his name is Unk. Mm -hmm. And they were having like a morning coffee. It's her morning coffee group. And I think she's looking out a window. Um, And he's up in the window and she's like, the guy is like, you been, see, your problem is you've been thinking small. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you need to be thinking big, bitch. <laughs> you need to thinking big, bitch. Yeah. And he says it like I think twice. Um, it's so fabulous. It inspires me. But uh, how do we get there? Just coming out of the pandemic and trying oh, to get our life yeah. in order. And we needed we needed a new rhythm that was like okay, we know what's ahead of us. Even if it's up, shit goes sour. We know what it's going to look like if we have to go back home. Yeah. You know, and we know that we can persevere. We've learned how to operate. Yeah. We need to find a new way of going out, 
operating our relation to the so, to media mm-hmm. to where we can still live our life. Yep. Life is still going to keep happening, and we need to at least through the bullshit be able to have some sort of semblance of our friendships, our successes, our challenges. Yeah. Um. There needs to be a rhythm. There just needed. I needed a new rhythm. I think a lot of us needed to realize like we can set a new rhythm on the other side of this. I feel like a lot. I think you're right. I think I feel like a lot of people have also still been kind of reacting, right? And haven't really had a chance to kind of absolutely. Um, you know, I've I've in this kind of during this break time, I've I've been up to the northeast twice, uh, hanging out, seeing my friends up there, and um, which you know are great for the soul. But a lot of the conversations also revolved around, okay, what are we doing now? Like, what's our, how do we get our lives kind of back on track? Well, I or, think everybody's plans got halted. Everyone's gone planned. But also, like, understanding that we can't do, we can't do life the way we did before. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, that's the thing. That, 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 that's what I meant by a new pattern. Like, there's no, there's no going back. Right. You have to operate. Right. And it's so interesting for me to think about going back to LGBT nonprofit work. But that's what that work and that paycheck, which, uh, you know, when I, I loved working at the theater, but I mean, yeah. I was not ma- I was not making much. I couldn't live. Yeah. You know, um, but being able to have that paycheck to be like, OK, my bills are steady. Yeah. I'm now saving for a car. Yeah. Um, I'm able now to pay. F- for my monthly um, one-on-one sessions with my screenwriting mentor. Yeah. And so I'm back and, and writing and, yeah. and doing the research and stuff like that because it's just, I'm at a point now where it's like, I, I just need to start doing things for me, mm-hmm. creatively for me, uh, because what, what's the point of being yeah. on this earth and not trying to, you know, fulfill yourself creatively while well, also you know we need we after the year we've both had you know we needed to reset yeah i don't know i'm excited because i feel like i've stabilized a lot i feel like the 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 turn back towards education hasn't energized me mm-hmm. but also kind of getting back behind the bar um i don't know there's a familiarity to it mm-hmm. um there's a community to it mm-hmm. that is good for me. Yeah. You yeah. know, cuz even working from home is great, but it's also isolating. You know. Yeah. Um But yeah, no, I feel like we got to get flow. I'm excited for the next season. I think by the time we get to January, we're going to be rocking and rolling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that we're back doing this. Um Yeah, me too. You know. It provides it provides something for me. Uh because for me, like I I don't feel like I'm stable enough yet i feel like i have so many things up in the air in regards uh, professionally uh with work and and then personally with like the family i mean my sister just had a baby yeah. uh, my parents um you know my boyfriend um and then my own personal things in terms of like my writing like i feel like i have all of these balls in the air and <laughs> i feel like you know, on that night that i have one drink too many all of that starts like the weight of all of that yeah. starts coming down and you know the, the the what i have to do for myself to be able to keep all of that up in the air it comes down <laughs> yeah you know um but i'm trying 
Uh, friend, I think you're doing great. Thank you. I Thank think you. You need to be a little kinder to yourself. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> because I think you're doing a great job of all of this. And I mm-hmm. think everybody involved in each aspect would say the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like, I feel like you're making the right moves for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every step you're taking is in the right direction right now. Yeah. Um, as some, listen, it's like we've said before, or I've probably said before, there's an energy to all this shit. Yeah. There's a rhythm. There's an energy. Sometimes the rhythm is bad. The pattern is, you know, mm-hmm. an, an unpleasant one. But sometimes the rhythm is good and there's an energy and a flow. And I feel like it's, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's just kind of, you know. Just to catch up. Just to catch up. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do a sober November. Oh, okay. I support this for you. Yeah. I can encourage you for that. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't have to participate. No, you don't. Okay. Cool. No, you don't. And <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I support that for you. Yeah. But also, I kind of need to get a little of the puffiness from the cheeks out. Oh, stop drinking. That'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. For sure. That'll do it. Um, but yeah, no, uh, also just, you, it's so hard to bounce back <laughs> the day after. Oh yeah. And it also, that, that does, that does contribute to my kind of, if I, if I don't wake up ready to go, ready for the, like, for the hustle, mm-hmm. my day shot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes. Depression. The, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like sometimes that bed gets a little too comfortable. I I had it was this past weekend. Listen, but you did go to the gym this week, so I'm proud of you. I did. I, and I did not. Oh, I apologize. It's okay. It's all right. It's all <laughs> I right. will. But I will hold you accountable publicly on this podcast. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate. It. You're welcome. I'm also. Uh, I did not go this morning. Okay. But what I am also doing is, and I've set an alarm for this every hour during the workday. Uh, I'm doing 10 push-ups every hour. Oh, hell yeah, bitch. At, so that way, at minimum, I get 80 push-ups a Absolutely. day. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And so... I'm trying to jump rope. Yeah. The kids got me on jump rope. <laughs> they were like... They were like... Because I told them how. I went on a couple runs, and I was like, damn, my knees are shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, you need to do jump rope. Also, not great for your... <laughs> not great for your joints. But... You can you get a lot more cardio done in less amount of time. Oh yeah, absolutely. When my niece, and I'm competitive as fuck, so yeah. It's super fun. When my well, she's seven and it's now. meditative too. Not me carrying on about the beauties of jump roping. Let's double touch. Um, uh, the headphones, getting some music going, and oh, just yeah. jump roping. Ooh, it's yeah. a zone. When my niece, when she, when she was five, when she was living with us, I was you know jump rope because I was working out at home. It was the pandemic. Yeah, and so I would jump rope and. I'd get like a couple of things in, and before I'd like you know get stuck in the rope, and I was just like, "Ugh, this! I I'm not good at this." And my niece, without missing a beat, her five year old self goes, "Because you're old, Theo Roger." <laughs> what <laughs> a little bitch! <laughs> I <laughs> I would have been so mad if I weren't so proud. Yeah, because you're old. <laughs> That's why. That's why. It's honesty. Yeah, yeah. She clearly learned that from someone. Yeah, I'm a little more winded than I would like from the jump roping, mm-hmm. um, but I have gotten up to 50. Yeah. So I'm pretty proud of that. Nice. Um, 
Because once it's like, once I start fighting it, then I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to finish until I get it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to eat good. Trying to. I know you said you were meal prepping. I was meal prepping. Listen, you are on your shit, friend. You're doing L- a great job. Is, you need like, to be I used easier to be, on yourself. I used to be really good at it. And you're, uh, you're good at it right now. Thank you. That's correct. Um, language. <laughs> some days and, and it happened this past weekend. Some days uh, I just wake up and I'm like, I just want to stay in bed. And I don't get the opportunity to stay in bed. And but you know what? This past stay weekend in bed, I did. Yeah. I did. It's just like you said, though. They're good and bad. We do need those days of rest. Mm-hmm. But we can't stay too long. Yeah. Because then it's like. Yeah. yeah. But also I had just last weekend I was up in New York for a wedding. Yeah, girl, you were moving a lot last week. So like you deserved to last, sleep yeah, for a so couple days. Last weekend, I was in New York. I got really drunk the first night that I was there, mm-hmm. and then pushed through for the wedding because Can I we li- blame that on jet lag. Oh no, no, no! I blame that on my <laughs> own, on my own devices. I pushed through that second glass of wine at the wedding. Because I was like, as long as I get over this hump, I can have the third glass. Yeah. And then and the fourth glass. Uh, and then went to see a show. And then uh, my flight was delayed by three hours. So got home at like 2 a.m., woke up, got to work because I had a board meeting mm. and a campaign shoot for our gala. Oh, yeah. And then also I had basically something to do every night last week. Yeah. So by Saturday, I was just I'm like. glad you slept. Mm-hmm. I what did I? Oh, I went to my little sister's holiday party. Fun. It was Halloween. Yeah. That's right. It, it was, was Halloween. It I don't do Halloween, Halloween so I don't either. No, it was okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, um, well, let's kind of wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good catching up. Been good catch up. We've got I feel like it's been like a little coffee talk. Yeah. We're we we've got fun things scheduled for these yeah. next episodes, the next run of episodes. Yes, we do. Um uh and some uh, exciting guests. Some exciting exciting guests. I'm very excited. Um queer cultural touchstone? Oh, sure. Um Oh shit. Did you make that list of queer cultural touchstones? I did, I but I God I, damn it. Don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. Uh, well, shit. Have I done Practical Magic yet? No, you have not. <laughs> have I not? No. Oh, okay. This is my moment. <laughs> Go for it. Um, possibly one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Practical Magic. Um, it is a, it's a rom-com, right? Yes, it is. Okay. It's a spooky rom-com. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman play sister witches. I love that. And they uh, were taken in by their aunts, who were also sister witches. One brunette, one redhead. Diane Weist. Diane Weist and... Stockard? Stockard Channing. <gasps> yes. Um, And then they... And so it's like a brunette and a redhead. And then they have... Uh, Sandra Bullock has two daughters that are brunette, redhead witches. Anyway, they live in... Is it not Salem? Is it, I don't think it's Salem. I, is it Salem. I think I've only seen it, it is once. Salem. I think they because so. they start with like a little witch. Or is it New Orleans? I've seen. No, it's not. It's New England. Um, is it Harry Connick Jr. in this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's probably so why I think magic. it's in New Orleans. Fabulous. <laughs> yes. Again. Um, fabulous movie. Kind of spooky. Soundtrack is impeccable. Okay. Uh, from uh, Stevie Wonder doing. I don't know if she did. She might have done the entire soundtrack. She did you mean three Stevie songs. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> I've been watching Abbott Elementary. Yes, you have. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. And I've realized that I identify with Miss Howard a little bit. Um, yeah. So I mean, CV next. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, she, I don't know if she did the whole soundtrack, but she did like three songs for it. And then uh, you got like Faith Hill's This Kiss on it. Mm. Anyway, it's fabulous. I could recite the entire script. To me, it was to a young queer country kid. This was oh, a yeah. queer cultural touchstone. Well, and th- th- those are also why witchcraft is also queer, a queer cultural touchstone. Right, right. I feel like. Well, I mean, those two legitimate movie stars, actresses. Oh, yeah. Are I, I mean, Diane Weiss and Starker Channing are also gay icons in their own right. Gay icons in their own right, and then it just plays with all the female archetypes. Absolutely. You know, beyond the witch and whatever, um, just with their different personality types, and then I always think of oh, it even had. Um, Marvin Gaye on the soundtrack. Marvin Gaye was the pool scene with Nicole Kidman. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's a great film. It's a fantastic film. I watch it probably twice a year. Great. And did it you was, watch it during this no, last spooky season? you have to wait for the Practical Magic watching day. Which is? A day when you can have the windows open and it's breezy oh, and you, it's comfortable. You need a perfect fall day. Yes. Or okay. a perfect spring day. Or a perfect spring day. I watch it twice, twice a year. Twice a year. <laughs> twice a year. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my queer cultural test gen. Awesome. Um, so I mentioned that I was uh back on writing, uh yes. doing my writing, and uh I have been working on on this on a particular idea uh for a sh- series. And so I right now I'm in uh doing research and yeah. um so I think what I will pull up is um uh, he is a Broadway uh, director choreographer Michael Bennett, who was the creator of a chorus line, and so I've just been reading a lot right now on him specifically. And uh, if you don't know who Michael Bennett is, he was the director choreographer, uh, and uh, I mean, the idea of a chorus line, the musical mm-hmm. chorus line, originated with him by uh, gathering all these various dancers from various different shows throughout the years that he had met, uh, and, and their stories and how he fashioned that into the show. Uh, but also he was, um, I, I think nowadays, like he would probably consider himself bisexual. Okay. Um, but it was just not something that he was. Was he ever married? He was. He was married to Donna McKechnie, who uh, was a dancer that he met in the 60s, who also won the Tony for uh, her role in A Chorus Line. But uh, he died of AIDS mm-hmm. and uh, in like 87, I believe. Uh, you know, but he was he was just kind of tortured that kind of tortured artistic soul yeah and uh that's just you know it's one of those gay heroes that you don't really hear about anymore just because i didn't know who he was yeah um because also if you're not seeped and steeped in the theater i was gonna say is that something that like a broadway queen would know exactly okay. and even nowadays i think that the kids now that are like uh you know, I love Spring Awakening. Yeah. Uh, I love Wicked. Like that, a chorus line is not even. Well, it's everything. You know, you know, yeah. it's every. It, people need to know their history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and like a chorus line is gonna is gonna be fifty years old in twenty twenty five. Yeah, which is so crazy to think that because how I, long does it take to enter public domain? Uh, ooh, ninety some years, I think. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, so, cool. yeah. Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. Check him out. Um, all right. Well, or and check us out at at uh, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast, and visit us on Instagram at Queer Context. That's Q U E E R C O N T X T. This has been so nice.
So nice. So nice. We're back on it. We're catching up. We're, we're, we're every day we're hustling. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.